Lord God, Father in heaven, bless you once again for another day. Father, as we um, get ready to uh, start another day, we pray as always, Father, that you would have mercy on our souls, that you would bless us this day as the sun rises in the east. It's rising high right now and we take this as a sign, Father, that once again, you are a faithful God, meaning that you are loving toward all your creatures. And so we thank you for a new day, and we hope to live out the rest of this day in a way that truly blesses your name, the name of Jesus. And so we pray right now, Father, that you would meet with us. We pray, Father, that you would fill us with your Holy Spirit, that we be led by your Spirit in all that we do today. In Jesus' name I ask and pray. Amen. I've been reading from the book of Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3, and I have to admit, it's a uh, one of those chapters that Paul has written that I find it hard to really summarize. And because there's so much there. And Paul, he does this a lot. He, he uh, writes and his, his writings are very, very deep. And you have to be in prayer. You have to be filled with the spirits and you just have to be humble and trust that the words that he writes to us here in this chapter are true and just try to take bits and pieces and apply them in your lives and this is what this is always important you know so much there to be encouraged by, to be edified by, and to to really just uh, thank God for. And so what I'll do is I'll just start off by reading verses, beginning at verse 1, and I'll read through verse 11. And I want to invite you to turn with me and read along. In Philippians chapter 3, Beginning of verse 1. Finally, my brothers, rejoice in the Lord. It is no trouble for me to write the same things to you again. And it is a safeguard for you. Notice there. Rejoice in the Lord. Paul, his words, and his words, he tells us to rejoice. In the Lord. And, you know, as I was reading that, I have to admit, I, I even stopped there and began to ask myself, what does it mean to rejoice in the Lord? And I found it hard to come up with an answer. Because it could mean so many things. But, Starting off with one of the things, I, I rarely use the word rejoice. 
in my vocabulary, my normal, my normal vocabulary. I don't normally tell someone to rejoice in the Lord. And so I had to really dig deep and start thinking about what this means. And in the, in the original languages and from which this was translated, this is a command to rejoice in the Lord. And so this is from God. Paul is writing inspired inspired by the Holy Spirit. He is writing the will of God to us. God wants us to rejoice in the Lord. And to only the only way I could figure out how to fully understand this and appreciate this, I began to think, okay, well, what does it mean to rejoice? First of all, to rejoice means to be happy, to take joy, to be to 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 find in the Lord those things which makes us happy. And that's what the Lord had revealed to me. He wants you, he wants me, as New Covenant believers, to be happy about the things of the Lord. Now, remember, the Lord is our God. And so, we need to learn how, or not need to learn how, but we must rejoice in the Lord, our God. There's no other way. And so, to rejoice in the Lord, we need to first of all understand or learn about who He is. And we need to learn how to appreciate the things that our Lord has done for us and is doing for us. That's the only way I could understand this. And so, I want to ask you, do you know what the Lord has done for you. And do you rejoice in those things which he has done for you? There's so many things in this life that could take us away from that. The world, just take for example, sporting events. They rejoice in the these various sporting events. I've, you know, I I, I noticed especially um, at soccer games, the soccer games of my children. I noticed that the parents there are parents there who really took joy in the activities of their children playing soccer. Some parents more than others, especially. They would be on the sidelines cheering them on and 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 just excited about the plays that their children or the, that the team that, that their children were on. They would be excited about what they were doing to a point of where I mean it was clear, you know, it's like they're cheering, they're loud, and they're, 
just just the the energy. You could sense the energy. You could feel the energy. And so, you know, that's an example for us on what it means to rejoice. That's why that's what I'm trying to trying to trying to share with you. It's 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 a feeling. It's a feeling that is the result of an activity. Thoughts, our thoughts about the Lord, our God. You know, the Lord, our God, has done so much for us. And He's doing so much for us. It should, it should cause us to Break out from day to day in song and praise unto him for the things that he has done. Does the Lord do that for you? People of God, brothers, sisters, does the Lord bring you the kind of joy? The kind of joy that just fills you up. And causes you to, at any moment, at any given time, just break out in song. Praising Him. You know, my grandmother, God bless her soul, as she rests, her body rests in peace. And her soul is in heaven. In the presence of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I'll never forget... So many times I would be around her and she would just all of a sudden just start singing praises to the Lord. And that was one of the things that really attracted me uh, to the Lord because I just thought, wow, she's singing to the Lord and she, she just randomly, she would randomly do this. She would, randomly, she would randomly just start singing and praising God. And, you know, being that her childhood was one um, which was, uh, was very difficult. My grandmother, she, uh, she was raised where she was working. And she would tell me that she had been working for as long as she could remember. Working in the fields, picking cotton. And doing all sorts of, of things in order to uh, make a make a living for her family. She she didn't even go to school. She didn't go to school because she had to work in the fields. But she had learned to take joy in the Lord. It was her joy in the Lord that kept her going through the toughest of times. And so one of the things about rejoicing in the Lord, in which Paul tells us to do uh, it's not it's not only that the Lord our God wants us to rejoice but I believe that rejoicing in the Lord it 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 helps us I know it helps me and I want to encourage you to learn to rejoice in the Lord because in this life you will have trials 
and tribulations, that which the Bible talks about. That is, there will be times in your life that are going to be very, very difficult, very, very tough, uh, overwhelming. The kind of times that there are going to be times where it's going to challenge your faith. It's going to challenge your love for the Lord, your God. It's going to challenge uh, your love for even each other. And rejoicing in the Lord during those times is going to be the very thing that's going to carry you through. It's going to be the very thing that keeps you in a place where the Lord your God can truly bless you. And not only that, but also it's going to keep you in a place where you can truly bless others. I have neighbors right now that are going through times that are very difficult for them. And every now and then, I have to remind them, you know, the Lord, our God, He knows us better than we know ourselves. And He allows us to go through things, the kind of things that they're going through right now, uh, that is going to pressure us. It's going to cause us to, to uh, really think about what's the point? What's the point in all this? What's the... Why? Why must we go through these these difficult times? Why are why are circumstances so so tough? Not only the moving and going through things, uh, as far as just moving, tough times and moving. They just lost uh, their their father, and. There are people in their family that are ill, terribly ill, to a point where they're questioning, you know, why, God? Why? What's the point? Well, I don't don't try try to uh, simplify it. I don't want to try to simplify it. I don't want to try to minimize what we go through in this life because... I know there's, it's, these are tough times when, when you lose someone that you love because I've been there and I've done that. And, you know, still to this day, I, I don't know why the Lord, you know, did it. I, I just don't know why. But I have to trust. I know that He, he wants me to trust Him. And to believe that whatever we go through in this life, the Lord our God, He's going to work it out for our good. Amen? And so that, that is what I want to leave you with. I want to leave you with the ideal. I want to leave you with the, the fact that, you know, the Lord our God, whatever we go through in this life, He has promised us that he will never leave us nor forsake us.
that he is with us in these tough times. And that we can turn to him. And we can, we can depend on him to provide us what we need in order to get through those tough times. Those difficult times. And one of the things that he gives us that we can use to get through those difficult times, those tough times, those very stressful times, those moments where we begin to lose hope in the Lord our God, in his faithfulness, in his trueness, is joy. Joy. We can rejoice in so many things that the Lord has done for us. Even right now as we meet together as a family, we can rejoice in these moments. We're here because God has gathered us as a family. Just as a, as, as, like a mother. Would, would, would want for us to do. A faithful mother would want us to do. God is like that. I don't know if you ever, you've ever been down by a pond or, or a place like that where, uh, the mother, you see ducks. I don't know if you ever see ducks, but generally when you see ducks and they have little babies, little, uh, little ducklings, I think that's what they call them. The little ducklings and the mother duck, and oftentimes, even sometimes, the, the father duck, they're all together. And wherever the mother duck and the father duck goes, the little baby ducks, the ducklings, they follow along with them. And together, they know that together they're safe. But if one straggles or one gets away or whatever, it, it, it puts itself in danger. Well, we too... We can rejoice that, the, that God is faithful in gathering us together. Amen. We can we can take joy. We can rejoice in in a new day as the sun is rising. I want to encourage you to to get in the habit of rising with the sun and thanking God for a new day and watch the sun rise. Even if you can, if you you're privileged to do to do that, thank God for a new day. Amen. We can, th- we can thank God, especially for uh, providing us with shelter. Rejoice in that. Providing us with food. He's faithful in doing that. He has promised us that he will do that. Those are the things that we don't have to worry about. Clothing. We don't have to worry about. Because God said... He will provide for us these things. Rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice. We have so many reasons to rejoice in the Lord. And most importantly, our sins have been paid for. That is, for me, I don't know about you, but that is, I rejoice in that all the time. And I want to encourage you too, to rejoice in the fact that Jesus died for your sins. 
And by dying for your sins, he has reconciled you to God. That is, he has brought you back. He has brought us all back into a right relationship with the Lord our God. The kind of relationship that we don't have to, you know, I was just thinking about this morning about fearing God. I think we should fear God. But there's the kind of fear that, that, that there's the fear of where we revere him, we worship him, and so forth. That's healthy. But there's, there's, a, there's an unhealthy fear, too, that we need to avoid. And we don't have to, as, as New Covenant believers, have. And that is, we can trust that God will not punish us in his anger. Amen? Because of what Jesus, the Son of God, has done for us. So, you know, that is something to rejoice in. Because there are people who are, who are out there who, like, well, I should say they're spirits, like, like evil spirits who don't have that. They know that their time, Satan, even himself, he knows that there's coming a day when God will judge them. And when he judges them, it's going to be a terrible day. But we don't have to, we don't have that kind, we don't have, we have, we don't have that kind of fear. We don't have to fear that way. Because we know that when that day comes, when the Lord our God judges us, he's going to judge us based upon what Jesus has done. And Jesus has paid the price for our sins. It was Jesus who obeyed God. To his fullness. Perfectly obey God. And God accepted his, his, his works. His deeds. To a point of where he has made it our righteousness. Amen. So that's something to rejoice in. Amen. So there are other things too. But I wanna just, I'm just trying to whet your appetite. Because these are the things that you're going to need and that are going to really help you and carry you through those difficult and tough times. Like with what many of our neighbors are going through and possibly even you. With heads bowed, eyes closed, let us pray. Lord God, we have heard your word this morning and we want to rejoice in the Lord. We pray, Father, that you would give us what we need in order to do this. In all our circumstances, in everything that we do today, Father, we want to rejoice in the Lord. We want to rejoice to a point of where we are breaking out in songs and praise unto you. To praise, to praise you and to give you all the praise. For you are worthy to be praised and to be honored. There's no one like you who is faithful and true, loving, merciful, powerful. 
And so we thank you for your word. We thank you for another day. In Jesus' name, amen.